two of you. No, I know, I know, it's all good. It's been good, hasn't it? I've enjoyed the, all the different preachers. Um, I'm not used to me glasses having to look over them and read again. I'm going to have to learn to preach. Got some good people here to teach me. <laughs> Praise God. No, it's been good. I really honestly have. And uh, uh, January's been an interesting month. Um, uh, yeah, I um, I got some new glasses a couple of weeks ago. I won't I won't put them on today. <clears throat> if you pay me, I'll show you them. But I'll. Um, uh, my wife thought they were so funny. She nearly crashed the car on the driveway. She couldn't back out. She was going all crooked. <laughs> yeah, I thought they were okay. But anyway. Uh, yeah, and Brett in a couple of weeks, Brett will be good, the boy from Burrumbuttock, who's, who's ever been to Burrumbuttock, who's been through Burrumbuttock, yeah, yeah, you've been through there with me, yeah, <laughs> it's one of them little uh, New South Wales country towns, if you fired a shotgun down the main street on a summer afternoon, you wouldn't hit anyone, there's no one anywhere. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know that I can concur with Greg about summer. Actually, um, Greg, Greg loves summer. Um, uh, you know, and we got air conditioning too. If you could stay inside, oh, that would be fantastic. If there was an air conditioned sort of passageway out to the car, like an aeroplane that connected to the door, where I could just slide in and remain in air conditioning and. Uh, if there was a dome right over the church property that was fully air-conditioned, I think I'd probably like summer. But as it is, um, have issues. <laughs> but we get there, don't we? Praise God, we do. So turn to the book of Hebrews for uh, uh, a start to the message today. <coughs> and uh, for the last several years, or many, many years, we've had a, uh, a church verse for the year. And so we're going to have one of those again for 2017 and I will uh, play a game with you, I guess, uh, as we go through the message today, spot the verse of the year. <laughs> but I will tell you what it is uh, at the end of the message. But I do believe God wants to speak into your hearts today. Absolutely. I, I know that there are some of you here today that... Uh, uh, you need breakthrough in your lives, need breakthrough in your bodies, some of you, and uh, <clears throat> that would be fantastic if that happened uh, bodily-wise while Brett was here, but it can happen any week, And uh, but I just believe there is breakthrough for lots of you this year in different things. I'm sensing some of you are probably going to go through some difficult things this year, but I believe with God we can get there. Amen? Who believes that? Lord, we just honour you this morning. We love you. Lord, and I just pray that you will take this word today, that, Lord, you will take our verse for this year, and, Lord, you will just help the folk today to apply it to their lives, Lord, to remember it and apply it when it's needed. Lord, I, I just ask that today, that you would anoint the word that is spoken 
I ask it in your precious name. Amen. So Hebrews. Uh, Hebrews chapter 11 is a, uh, the great faith chapter of the Bible. Uh, the Bible has a couple of good places where it talks about faith. Uh, talks about faith powerfully in Romans as well, uh, plus other, other places. But it's certainly a, uh, if you say uh, Hebrews 11, people just assume that you're talking about faith. Well, I'm not actually today, but uh, I thought it was a good place to start. And uh, what does it say? With that? Um, faith is the substance of things not seen, uh, substance of things, uh, uh, what does it say? Not seen, the evidence, uh, I'm, I'm con- you should all know it off by heart. I do, but I'm confused. That's right. Yeah, praise God. <clears throat> Excuse me. I was hoping my voice would be refreshed uh, when I started the year. But uh, particularly cha- uh, chapter 6, uh, verse 6, I want to uh, spend some time in to start this message today. And so I do know the first one off by heart. Uh, there you go. Uh, didn't work, first one for the year. Uh, But verse 6 says very simply, without faith it is impossible to please God, for without faith it is not possible to please him any other way. And it says, uh, for he who comes to God, he or she or anyone who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who uh, seek him, diligently seek him. And uh, so there's, there's a lot in some verses, isn't there? There's, there's a lot in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. See, we, we live to please God. We should, if we, we're, if we are born again by the Spirit of God and we're living for God, we should be living to please him and it says without faith it's impossible to please him. So that tells me that there are going to be things that happen that I just need faith to get through. And sometimes that's difficult. Who knows that that's sometimes difficult. You can be in something really, really deep and you can say, well, you just got to have faith. And sometimes that's really, really, really hard to do. And sometimes we're just hanging on by faith. It can get like that at times. So it tells me that life is not always going to be easy. But God's with us, isn't he? And God's here. But the, the part that really, um, really has got into my heart, for he or for anyone who comes to God must believe that he is, must believe that he exists. And the second part is related to that because a lot of people believe in God. Oh, yeah, I believe in God. Well, describe the God that you believe. Can you expand on what you believe? Well, God, he's, he's, he's out there somewhere. Like, you know what I mean? And so they, they believe in God, but it, it's, it's not a strong belief. It's not a knowing belief. And see, the second part, that he is a rewarder. So that says a lot about God just in that verse, that he is a rewarder 
of those that seek him. And uh, so, you know, how do you put that in uh, simple words? God is a good God. I was interested in the songs that we were singing this morning and seemed to fit that very, very well. So we need to know God. We need to believe that he is, that he is there, that he exists, that he is real, that, you know, and, and, and he's not, he's like he's a powerful God. He's, um, you know, omniscient. He knows everything. He's uh, omnipotent. He's all-powerful. He's all-present. Uh, if we're going to come to God, we need to believe that he is, but we need to believe that he is a good God, that he rewards those who seek him. Some see God, I'm sure, at times as a hard God. And uh, how many times can you tell me if you have ever made a mistake and things have gone wrong? Well, I must have sinned. I must have done something. And we, we just got the wrong concept of God, of why things happen at times. And he's a, he's a loving God. Amen? But we need to believe that he is. And just the fact of believing that God is can make an incredible difference sometimes in people's lives. It really can. But uh, we must believe in a good God. So my question today, firstly for you, is what do you believe about God? How do you see God today? And, and I, I got some uh, uh, Brian Houston quotes here today. I was just looking at this last night and, and I thought, I got some quotes hidden away somewhere of Brian Houston's that really apply to those verses. Uh, Brian said this at one stage, uh, nothing will determine the kind of life you lead more than the way you see God. And that's right. If you see him as a loving father and as a God who cares for you, a God who is all-powerful, who knows everything, it's got to make a huge difference to your life. If you don't know what he is or what he's like, if you're just really not sure, that will change the way you see God and it will change the way you do life. Uh, Brian also said, who you believe God is determines what you believe God does and what God loves, and what God blesses. It makes sense, doesn't it? And so the way you see God uh, really makes a huge difference. But, folks, it's the things we believe that are, that are at the core of our lives. You know, a lot of things we do, you could say religiously over and over again, I'm not talking even God things, but we do them because we believe in them. And if you really believe something, you will do whatever that thing is. If you don't, you won't. And so at, at your core, what you believe is really, really, really powerful. And uh, successful people usually have a good core group of things that they really believe in that enable them to do the things that they do. And so I want to tell you today that what you believe is very, very, very important. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, if you believe Jesus is coming back one day, you're going to live different than if you don't believe that. It's going to make a difference to what you believe. I believe he's coming back. If you believe that he loves you and cares for you, that will make a difference in how you live your life. It will make a difference on how you treat others. 
because he loves them the same way that he loves you. And so you will care for other people differently straight away if you believe that. It will affect what you believe. Anything we believe will affect us. And so it follows on from that uh, because what we believe, you know, influences very uh, our thinking. Uh, our beliefs influence our thinking. And so uh, what we think on is very, very important. I'm sorry that Greg didn't sleep so good last night, but it was a good thing he was thinking on, on the, on the goodness and on, on God being a good father. And uh, that's a great thing to be thinking on, but sometimes we believe things and then we get thinking about the things we believe and they're not good things and they go round and round and round and we wake up wrecked in the morning for no purpose at all. Who's ever done that? <clears throat> you know, what we believe will affect the way we think and the way we think will affect the words that we speak and all these things combined will affect the way that we act. Is that right? See, if you really, 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 really believe tonight it's going to pour raining, <coughs> I'd love it too, but if you really believe that tonight, you would make sure that you put your boots in, wouldn't you? You would think it's going to rain. I'll put my boots in, I don't want them to get wet. If you don't believe it's going to rain, you'll leave them out, which is probably a silly example to use in a message, isn't it? How do you know if it's going to rain? I would say it's going to rain if the Weather Bureau says it won't. If there's a couple of clouds and the Weather Bureau say it won't, I'm, I can pretty much guarantee it'll pour. And if they say it's going to rain, leave your boots out. Not a problem. Yeah. <laughs> Who believes the Weather Bureau? Yeah, confusion. But what you believe really, really ultimately affects the way you live. And uh, you will find in the uh, 11th chapter of Hebrews, in verse 31, if you go down further... It says this, By faith the harlot Rahab did not perish with those who did not believe when she received the spies with peace. Remember that Joshua sent out two spies uh, to spy out the city of Jericho. And they entered the city of Jericho and they were seen. And uh, they went to the uh, uh, Rahab's house and I guess she had two options of what she might do. She might turn them in or she might hide them one or the other. This lady believed in the God of Israel. See, you know, years before you can go back to when the spies went to spy out the land, Moses sent 12 spies and 10 of them came back and they were just petrified of the, the big people in the land, the giants, the walled cities, and they, they said, and you'll find it in Numbers chapter 13, that we felt like grasshoppers in, in their presence and, wow, that, that's powerful, isn't it? And uh, uh, they didn't even believe in what their God could do. This lady has heard of all the things that God has done for Israel and the whole city of Jericho were panicking about them coming. They had heard what God had done and, what, and you know, they'd heard evidence of what God was able to do and uh, they were coming and they, they were scared. She said, we, we're all scared. But she believed in this God. She believed on what, what she'd heard he had done. She probably didn't know him like they did, but she believed in him and she wasn't going to turn him in. She said, what do I do? I'm hiding you guys here. I, I, I want in with your God somehow. And uh, because she believed, she did something and she hid them 
and it ends up with a whole household being saved. Is that right? Like, and her actions come from her belief. If she believed, oh, God's God, there's all gods, there's different gods, who cares? She would have been dead with all the rest when the walls collapsed. The only people that got saved were those in her house. And so what you believe is really, really, really important, even for your house. Extremely important. It's empowering to believe in a good God. <laughs> yeah, in a good God. My old granddad used to sing that old song. Of, uh, it was an old Roberts song, I think, from way back. Who's ever heard of old Roberts? So all, all the old people, all the young ones are looking at me, you see. <laughs> you do too, you're old. <laughs> Very young, is that right? God is a good God. Do, do, do. I can't remember. Now remember the tune, yeah. Play of the tune, God is a good God. What he's done for others, he will do for you. If you'll only believe and trust him too. That's how it went, wasn't it? For God is a good God. And his goodness he will show to you. Praise God. It's awesome. But it's, uh, to believe in the word of God is the most powerful thing you can do. You can believe in a lot of things. And we do believe in a lot of things. But, folks, if you will believe the word of God, that is just an incredible base to build your life on. And seriously, like I come across people, oh, do you believe that? Yeah, I do. They believe bits but not... Man, I'll just take his word at his word and believe it. What God says, God said, and I'll believe that. If he says don't do it, I won't do it. I just, you know, if you will believe the word of God, it's such a very, very, very powerful thing to do. It's life-changing. Just let me give you some simple verses. Just, just really, really, really simple you can learn these off by heart. You, some of you will know them off by heart. If you don't learn them off by heart, just write down 2 Corinthians 2, C-O-R. <laughs> Second letter of Paul to Corinthians, chapter 5, verse 17. What does that say? Who knows it? Therefore, if anyone be in Christ, they are a new creation. The old has passed away. All has become new. Do you believe that today? Seriously, do you believe it? Who believes that today? I'm not the same as I was. I'm a new creation. God's doing something in me. Am I perfect yet? Unfortunately for Pam, no. But he's working on me and he's working on you. But I am a new creation. I'm not the same as I used to be. And, you know, it's life-changing. Like all the horror and stuff that happens in some of our past that's not you anymore you are a new creation amen it's different it's new <clears throat> if you really believe it it empowers you and it will change your life hebrews chapter 13 verse 5 the last part of the verse or the whole verse says let your con conduct be without <coughs> this is my favorite word covetousness covetousness who pronounces that fluently and easily? Not me. <laughs> Covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. That's what he said. Do you believe that? Because sometimes you will feel that he's not here. 
Sometimes you will be in places and go through things and you'll think, God, where are you? But the actual fact is that he has never left you. Because, you know, human feelings can be wonderful sometimes, but other times they can be real, real, real bad. And they can let you down real bad. Because sometimes spiritual things don't equal physical feelings. Sometimes the time when you physically feel that he's not close, he's as close as he's ever been. And by faith we believe that and therefore faith pleases God. Amen? That's where it all connects up. Praise God. He will never, ever, ever leave me. Greg spoke and and it was a good word, Greg, uh, about fathers. I love that. I want to be a good grandfather too. I can remember my old maternal grandfather telling me that God is a good God and he will never, ever, 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 ever leave you. And uh, I didn't sort of think that was too special that I had a grandfather telling me that. I sort of assumed everyone's did, but I learned as I grew up that that's probably not the case. And uh, I'm glad that I had an old granddad who took the time to tell me that God was a good God, that he loved me. He doesn't like sin, but he loves you. He loves us so much that he came and that uh, he will never, ever, ever, ever leave you. Oh, wow. I'm glad I believe that. Amen? That, That changes your life when you know that. When you believe that, when that's part of your core belief, it really changes who you are. I promise you it does. And look, I could go hundreds of places. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Do you believe that? <coughs> I do. I haven't, I'm not going to say I've always had 100% confidence and never got the wobblies in my face. Sometimes you get asked to do things and you think, oh, mate. But I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen? And see, that's the, that's the part where we get lost sometimes because God does it through us. God will use us to do something and then we think we've got to do it. What we've got to do is let him do it through us. See, that was the difference between Joshua and Caleb and the ten other spies that went out to spy Canaan. Joshua and Caleb saw the walled cities They saw the giants. They saw the same things as all the others. I can imagine Caleb seeing a walled city and thinking, wow, God has given us this land. So we're going to take that. If God's given us the land, it's got to be that we take that. How is that going to happen? Wow, that's going to be a big bang or something that goes on there. What is God going to do? See, his thinking was different because he believed God. He didn't think we can't do this. He knew God could do it and he knew then they could do it. He didn't have a clue how, but he's excited about the possibilities of it. Amen? And that was the difference. They just sort of assumed that somehow we've got to do that and we can't. These are too big. We can't get in. We can't do it. Unbelief killed them. Amen? We need to believe the word of God. Need to learn it and get it in and and really, yeah, praise God so much. Can you turn to the book of Luke? So I know Christmas is gone. Maybe this can be a Christmas message for 2017, preached on the 29th of January. That would be, I'd be crazy enough to do that, Tony. Yeah. We have two Tonys in church. Did you know that? 
We have Tony A and or Tony B. Tony A and Tony B would be better. Tony Bronze, <laughs> Tony A. <laughs> yeah, praise God. It's good to have. It's good to have Jeff and Justine in church. He's the most awesome guy. He used to race motorbikes. Oh, incredible. <laughs> Serious. Bit banged up at times, yeah, but it's all good fun, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, praise God. Let me read you quickly some verses here today. Chapter 1, verse 26. Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed or engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice! Highly favoured one, the Lord is with you, blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at this saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. I love, don't you love the word of God? I love my old word of God. It's just very nice about, it scared the daylights out of us what it's really saying. Yeah, The angel came in like he didn't knock and he just was there. And she considered what manner of greeting, what is going on here? <laughs> That's what it's saying. Freaked out. And there's this angel in the, you know, Gabriel in the room. And uh, uh, where are we up to? Uh, uh, greeting, verse 30. And the angel said to her, do not, uh, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favour with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and ever, and ever, and ever, and ever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I do not know a man? The angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. It's powerful. Very, very powerful, isn't it? Verse 36. Now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. I believe, and I don't know what barrenness relates to in some of your lives, but I believe God's going to break it and change things for you this year. I speak that prophetically over you today. I don't know which area I'm and, and who I'm speaking that to today, but I really believe that. This lady was old and they had never been able to have children. She's six months pregnant. The angel tells Mary this, six months for her who was called barren, for with God nothing will be impossible. Then Mary said, Behold the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word, and the angel departed from her. I just love that passage of scripture, folks. I just love, love, love it. It's so powerful. Like, can I teach you something this morning? Like, we know, I'm sure I'm not 
speaking out of turn in front of anyone who's young or anything today, but we know that women have wombs. Us men don't, but women do. But folks, uh, you know, and, and like, you know, we know what happens, don't we? Where the seed of a man meets the, the egg of a woman and a new human person, human being, is conceived and becomes life. And it's nurtured and protected in that womb until the time that that little life is born. And uh, uh, it's a little baby all the way along, despite what they will tell you today, until um, to the point where it's born and we see and know what they are, etc., etc. But do you know that our hearts can be a spiritual womb? Did you know that today? I'm telling you, you've learned something if you didn't know that. Your heart can be a spiritual womb. I just really, really want you to get that today. Deep, with my refreshed January voice, I've had more work to do in January without preaching than I've had in any other year, I'm telling you. <laughs> Spend that much time talking, my voice is gone. Deep within our spirits, I love that psalm, deep calls under deep. Spirit is deep, like, like get to understand, get to know spirit, folks. It's just like the stuff of this earth's useless, serious, deep calls under deep. <clears throat> deep within our spirits, the seed of the word of God meets with our expectancy, with our belief in God and his sovereignty. And deep in our spirits that, that something is conceived and it, and it goes into the womb of our hearts and it's, it's like it's incubated there, it's like it's uh, uh, protected there, formed and grown there before it's finally born. And uh, I, just, I just know God wants to give some of you things and you know, you're going to conceive things this year in your, in your, in your spirit, in your heart. And it's going to grow, and it's going to grow, and it's going to grow. And sometimes we, we just need to let it grow before we say anything about it. You know, sometimes we, we, sometimes we speak too soon. And uh, uh, any of you ladies, well, probably not, not all of you or any of you, but uh, probably several of you today could be pregnant, and we would never know. I know Jamie is, that's the only one I know because I can see, it's obvious. But it's not obvious at the beginning and sometimes when God gives us something and something's conceived and it's in our heart and it's developing and God's working on us and he's doing it, it's, sometimes it's not wise to go yapping it out too loudly. Sometimes we just need to, we just need to let God do his thing and and there comes a, comes a point where we can say, hey, I believe God's going to do this or whatever it may be. But that, that vision, that dream, whatever it is, it's protected in there and it's nurtured in, in, in the womb of our heart until the time when God brings it forth to birth. And it's amazing when it happens. Amen? <clears throat> I believe God wants to do that with some of you this year. Some of you need ideas for your business. Some of you need... Uh, encouragement and ideas for your relationships, etc. And I believe God's going to give you something like that. Spiritually conceived, deep calling under deep and something wonderful and beautiful is going to come forth from your hearts this year. Something that's powerful. 
visions, dreams of what God could do in and through us. Yeah. When your kids have dreams, encourage them. Yeah, serious. Who knows what God could do through any of us? Who knows what God could do through our kids today? You just don't know what God could do, do you? Absolutely would never know what God could do. I, uh, yeah, man, oh man. Does your life have to be ordinary? Or it could be extraordinary, which is extraordinary, isn't it? That sort of doesn't make sense in our English language to me. Ordinary is just ordinary. And extraordinary is just extraordinary, but... But it means the opposite. Or ex- extraordinary. Wow. That's, yeah, don't, don't <coughs> ask me about English. I do not get it. So why, why can't our lives be extraordinary? Who, who, who believes that? Seriously. Do you believe your kids' lives could be extraordinary? I do. Man, I do. I, um, yeah, wow. I can see our kids doing better things and doing things better than we did. And I'm glad they do. Seriously, you know? See things Steve builds, and they're straight. Mine were straight unless you line them up with something else. You need to doze the yard so no one can see. He just does them straight, yeah. Praise God, he's better than me. Who knows John F. Kennedy? No, you don't know. Who knows about him? Who, who, knew, who knows who he was? Who knows what the F stands for? Fitzgerald, eh? What a funny second name. Bet you the kids got on to him at school. Hey, Fitzy. John F. Kennedy, JFK. I, 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 I love some of the things the guy said. I love some of his politics. He had no morals. He, had, he, was, he wasn't the nicest man that he might have appeared to be. But I love some of the things he said, like <clears throat> some people see things as they are. I see things as they could be. He said, on another occasion, some people see things as they are and ask why. A lot of people do that, don't they? Why does this happen? Why does that happen? <laughs> why? He said, I, th- I see things and, and uh, I see things as they could be. See things as they could be. Some people see things as they are and ask why. He said, I dream things that never were and say, why not? As a Christian, that just ought to be how it is. Seriously, start, your, start with your family today. Why couldn't it be different than it is? And I'm not saying it needs to be different. Praise God if it doesn't, but why couldn't it be different? With God, you know, on, on our side. Uh, and how could these things happen? Mary, and it was a very legitimate question Mary asked, how can these things be, Lord? Uh, uh, to the angel, it wasn't Lord, it was the angel. How, how could these things be? I mean, how, you can't have a baby without a man and she's engaged, she's not married and she's doing the right thing. How, how can this be? And what does he say? The power of the Holy Spirit will overshadow you. Deep calls unto deep. I believe this year the power of the Holy Ghost is going to overpower some of you and you're just going to see things you've never seen before. You're going to receive things that you've never received before. You're going to get words of wisdom and you're going to get vision for your family that you've never seen before. 
You're the key to it all, and God's going to show you, and he's going to use you. Praise God. Power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, Holy Spirit, I pray today that you would begin to, even today, to overpower and to come upon the lives of some of these folk here today who so need breakthrough in their lives. Oh, Jesus. Holy Spirit, move, I pray today. I know some of you are going to need that to happen this year. There's things coming that you don't know of yet, but God's going to move powerfully on you, and you're going to make it. Our verse from the year, for the year is very simple, and you probably all know what it is. The angel said to Mary, for with God nothing will be impossible. I want you to remember that this year. Because I believe some of you will be faced with what you see are impossible circumstances, but they're not. Because with God involved in your life, with the potential of the Holy Spirit coming and overshadowing you, nothing will be impossible. Absolutely nothing. Do you believe that today? That's the most powerful thing you can believe. That's the most powerful thing that you can believe. might have something in your life you just can't get on top of, that you just can't get behind you. But I tell you what, folks, I believe it can change this year because with God, nothing shall be impossible. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I love Mary's response in... Verse 38, to all that the angel said, Mary said, Behold the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. In other words, Lord, I'm your servant. I submit to you. Do in me what you need to do. Let it be. I believe your word. Just use me. Do what you need to do. Well, you just close your eyes. I, I won't ask you to stand. Conserve a bit of energy in the heat. Hey, just remain seated today. Close your eyes. Close your eyes today. I just feel I want to do this this way today, but if you really need a breakthrough in your family today, when no one's... And I, I want your eyes closed because you... This is between people and God today. And I don't really want to see, but I, I, maybe I need to do that. But if you need breakthrough in your family today, put your hand up. Put it down. Yep, I see that. I see that. You know, and I, I just, I've got it on my heart. Nothing is impossible with God. I can't shake it. It's been there for weeks, and I thought that's got to be our verse for this year. And. And I believe what I said. I believe this year God is going to speak to some of you and you're going to conceive something and it's going to be there in your heart, but it's going to be an answer for some of these things that's going on. But uh, praise God, if you need a breakthrough, I believe you can receive it this year. Who needs a financial breakthrough this year? Yeah, yeah. Praise God. Who needs a health break breakthrough this year? Yeah, praise God. Praise God. Why not? Some people ask why. 
let's let's see what God can do and let's believe. Why not? Amen? Why not? Why couldn't it be different this year? Who needs direction? Who needs something to open up just to show you the direction and the way that you should go in your life? Who needs that this year? Man, I need that this year. Yeah. I believe you can, you can take hold of that this year as well. I just believe it can start to change this year. You know, I, I, uh, I, uh, it's different. It starts to change, isn't it? I can remember coming down here only last week and the week before and the week before and the week before. I come down here every week, don't I, on Sunday. I come early. And I just noticed this morning that it's not quite as light as it was three weeks ago. It's just a little later. And so, you know, give it another five or six weeks and it'll be dark quite a lot sooner than it was. And, uh, and you, you just, the, the heat goes out of the, doesn't it? It's just, just gradual and think, wow, it's sort of just about autumn. It's just, it changes. I think it's going to be like that with some of you this year, that it's like you're in this enormous fight, but you're going to realise at a certain point that God's doing something and it's going to change. I speak that prophetically over you today. Oh, Jesus. Lord, I pray for everyone here today. Lord, I pray for an incredibly fruitful year, for a good year for everyone. God, a year when you work in our lives and in our hearts and and do great things in the areas in which we need to change. Because, Lord, they're as important as anything else, if not more. And I pray that, Lord, you would do a, a, through your spirit, a mighty work in our hearts and lives this year. Lord, I pray for those who need breakthrough in family this year. God, give them miracles, I ask today. I declare over every family, Lord, today that needs a miracle that with you nothing shall be impossible. Absolutely nothing shall be impossible. Oh, God, for those who need financial breakthrough this year, God, I pray again for them today and I declare your word that nothing shall be impossible. Praise God. We just need to have our spiritual eyes tuned in, like, because, you know, we think financially God has to give us money, but sometimes God gives us jobs or God gives us things or God supplies our needs in ways that we can't even think of. And so just, you've got to be open. You might think nothing's happening and then the breakthrough comes in. Whoa, I didn't see that. And that's often how it is. Oh, Jesus, nothing shall be impossible. Praise God. I just sense some of you are going to need to walk on water this year. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means, but I just, the Holy Spirit just sent that to me then. This year, some of you are going to need to walk on water. And you're going to be shaken when you get out of the boat, but you're going to find that the Word of God's going to hold you. And Peter never, ever did walk on the water. He walked on the word of God. Amen. I don't know who that's for, but that's for you. Take it. Praise God. Take it. I've forgotten how to preach. How long do you preach? 
Am I in overtime yet or what's going on? No, you don't know. thought you were like my boss and could inform me on these things. Yeah, praise God. So we, we must be near the end. <laughs> the end of all things is at hand today, praise God. But I, I'm very serious what I say, folks. I just know that, yeah, it's going to be a... I, I just sense there will be difficulties, but it's, it's going to be a good year. It's going to be a, a, a really, really good year. I think some of you will see things you've never seen before this year, really do. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Let's stand. Let's stand. Thank you, Jesus.